Hello everyone, and welcome to Angel Meadows Radio. I am Mama D, your host. My show is called A Conversation with Friends because I believe everyone is a friend we have yet to meet. This show is where you get to know new friends or get reacquainted with old friends. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Oh, there you are. <laughs> yeah, there's Hey, hey everybody, and welcome to another Sunday evening for a conversation with friends. Tonight, my friend is Candace Norton. There, I'm sure there will be a few people in the chat room. Okay, I gotta get the right mouse going here, who already know you, but for those who don't, um, you want to tell everybody a little bit about you. Yes, I am a mother of three kids. <laughs> I'm married. I've been married for tw- almost 28 years. It'll be 28 years in February. Um, I am a Reiki practitioner. I'm also a paranormal investigator as well as a, a tarot reader. Uh, I've been doing that for quite some time, actually, since I was younger. Um, so... <laughs> That's about pretty much everything in a small little bubble. Yeah, in a small package because you're a whole lot more. You have a you have like what I call a nine to five job. <laughs> yeah, you work you work outside of the house. Do you also do Reiki treatments? I do uh, Reiki. Also make, okay, amazing. I've got to put this up. Everybody who doesn't who wants to order a cake. You need to go to her if you're in Arizona. Even if you're not, have it shipped to you. Look at this thing. Isn't this amazing? This is. These are all, especially this one. You get a better close up on this one. Those are all live flowers. Yes. yes. I mean, like seriously, we don't need to have edible flowers. I think the live flowers are much better. Like I somebody wants. Yeah, because it just. Oh, okay. That cake would have to be chocolate for me, but I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, I'm a chocoholic, I admit it. So, oh, the cake situation, I ended up getting a business, and that was sort of by a, a little bit of a freak accident situation because I was just making a cake for a friend of mine, and she needed it pretty much. Uh, I had to be pretty much set up to go and do a professional profile on it and uh, for her to be able to get it in this place that she's having the reception. So I set up business cards and, and a Facebook sort of just if they had any questions for me to be able to go in and, and uh, set it up. And all of a sudden, since from there, I've been request orders have been coming in. So I've just never well, stopped. <laughs> everything happens. We, we know how it is. Everything happens for a reason, you know, yes. and, Hello, cakes. You can't go wrong. Hey, Dave. Dave is in the chat room. Lone man yeah. for the moment. Hello. Um, <laughs> uh, so is there, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll start with the cakes because no matter what, these conversations always revolve around food at some point. So let's yes. get the food out the way. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's the best part of the food is the desserts. So when did you start making cakes that you knew you could do, you had this ability to make amazing creations well i've actually been baking since i was probably about six years old cakes Mm. and and stuff and that was just 
because of my grandmother and my mom and and they used to do a lot of baking and so I just basically baked with them as I went and um so and then I've always done basically things from scratch birthday cakes and I've been more of an artsy person all my life and uh so and I just sort of go with the flow with them <laughs> now, here's my question. As as a Reiki practitioner, one of the things that we're taught in the beginning is that we can infuse our, our, our food and our beverages with Reiki. So when you're creating your cakes, do you automatically infuse the cakes? Yes. I pretty much, you know, I believe uh, food, uh, when people are baking and cooking and stuff, I usually am uh, one that does it from the heart basically mm-hmm. i throw things together and i put a lot of my energy into them and, so, and whatnot so uh and and just to make sure you know the taste is well and whatever so i'm just uh i've been doing that all my life so i don't really look at recipes much and when i do i usually add my little bit of kicks oh yeah <laughs> so. exactly yeah, no, because it, like I said, when we're when we're taught Reiki in the first levels and second levels, mm-hmm. they always say, you know, the thing for you to practice on is make sure you infuse your food. I mean, right. don't infuse alcohol because then it won't be alcohol anymore. It'll just no. be drinking water. Right. Um, but infuse your, what you eat and what you drink yes. with Reiki because not only do you get Reiki that, that you send to people physically, but when they eat it and drink it, then it's like inf- you go through the whole body. Like it right. Goes, So I usually, we do, I do have uh, where I do some natural like flowers and and different things of Mm -hmm. uh, organic stuff as well in the cakes when I bake them at request. So um, yeah, we, I do some of that healthy natural stuff in them as well. Yeah, because you were saying you do, you don't just do standard cakes, chocolate, vanilla. Mm -hmm. No. You do some special ones. mm Mm-hmm. Okay, what is the most requested cake that you get? Mm, the most requested cake I get is usually with that has to deal with lavender. Okay. Lavender, v- vanilla bean, um, any type of flower flavorings. I've had wild uh, wildflower flavorings and whatnot mm-hmm. um, because I think people are out there looking for a little bit something different than the standards yeah. most of the time. So uh, that's usually what I wind up getting most uh, um, requests for. Uh, Dave, that is perfect. That is, he thanks his food while he's cooking and eating it, and that's sending yeah. positive energy because you are. So I mean, that's like major. You know, it's like when 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 I was little, um, I was raised in a Catholic household. We would always um, we'd have to say a prayer before a meal. Now right. we don't do right. that anymore. You know, thank you God for the food. You know, and yeah. but. In a way, it's still doing the same thing, but in a different way. Because it's right. for me, religion is one thing, and believing of spirituality is another thing. It's like religion was somebody I saw on Facebook once said, "Religion is somebody else's belief; spirituality is your own." Right. So when oh, yes. when I'm creating the food, when I'm making the food, it's automatic. It's like your hands heat up, and it's automatic to whatever you're doing. So. You know, so it, it's an extra boost. So, yeah. So thanking your food and and the animal that gave its life to feed you. Cause not a vegetarian or a vegan. I'm not sure which is which anymore. But um, I like I like my meats. I like yes, I do, too. Well I do, yes. too. I do, too. 
I do. I believe the world wor works in ways that are supposed to be. And if that's sacrificing to feed others, to keep them healthy and going, then exactly. I'm there for it. So, yeah, I, I, you just brought a picture into my head uh, where I used to work. We live in the country. So where I used to work, it was a gas station and the hunters would come in with their catches uh, before they made it illegal to have it like all out. I would always tell them, I said, if you're going to go hunting, when you come back and you get the, you've had your catch and you're coming to get gas, make sure that sucker's not looking at me because I swear, to God, you know, because I, I was never one to, I could never understand why they would go hunting when you have a grocery store nearby, but they do eat the meat. So I'm okay with that type of kill. But right. if you're just doing it for fun, then you're going to have an issue. Mm -mm. I can't even go in. It's hard for me to go into uh, places with even uh, taxidermy yeah. animals and stuff. It's, I go in and I talk to them because I know it. it's like, for me, it's like going to a, a graveyard. The person's mm -hmm. not there. Their soul, right. their, their spirit right. is not there. But when you walk into a place that has a stuffed animal, whether it be, you know, bear, buffalo, right. whatever, I, I talk to them. And I know they're not there, but I know, but to me, it's still not. And I've done that since I right. was a child. So it's like, hey, how's it going? Ooh, you're soft. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's just, it's just because I guess it's the, the thought of the process for me. And yeah. so, so it's a little bit harder for me. I still do it, you know, because my husband is a hunter. So I understand it and whatnot. So, but uh it's just still a little tad uncomfortable for me just yeah. because of the dealing with the energy and whatnot and how the process is for that. That's what yeah. sort of. But I think like um, I, I know a lot of native people, um, so long as you, one thing they do is when they're killing, when they're cooking, when they're eating, they thank the, the, the creator, they thank the animal for, you know, supplying. So your husband's a hunter and he does it for feeding the family. So right. why not? Just, you know, it's like, yep, thank you. I don't want to see it, but thank you. Do what you got to do. And then I'll take care of my part. But in the meantime, <laughs> you sort of sit there and go, okay. You know, <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't want to see the process of it. You know, no. I had uh, a friend who was a hunter and he went and he got the meat, but he didn't do anything with the skin. And I was like, wait a minute, you got to use the whole daggone thing. So I knew somebody else that wanted the skins. Right. So I said, okay, this is his address. Just put it into a big old bag and put it on the, you know, inside of his property and he'll pick it up later. Right. And he's like, okay, cool. Look. So I just put the two together because again, it's still, it needs to be used. And the gentleman makes drums out of it and he makes clothing out of it. So I was like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Perfect. Mm -hmm. That's what my husband's got the respect for that. I mean, he's he's really one for um, basically using for cooking the meeting the the meat and, and feeding. So yeah, he has yeah. respect for life that way. It, it's I mean it's it's like why not? You know, you do the same. For me, you treat the animals the same way you would treat a person. Except right. you're not going to eat a person. There's a little bit of difference there. That's a whole well, other story of it together. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, let's hope we never get to that point. Thank you, you very no, much. No, no. no, because you you know that there's going to be some fat little bugger going, ooh, there's too much fat on this one. <laughs> like, I'd be like, make sure it's well done. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Don't tell me where it came from, but make sure it's well done. <laughs> Don't my neighbor down <laughs> Right? <laughs> so, but, you know, you never know. Zombie apocalypse is on its way. 
Okay, so my, what's child, my, my children always said, if there was a zombie apocalypse, mom, we'll take care of you because they've watched all the zombie movies. It's like, okay, fine. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, that's my kids. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> They're the same way. <laughs> we got like, this. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I'll be the one going. I'll look at this. I'm like, don't touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> you're right. You're screaming in the background. Like, no, don't mess with Mama Day now because you don't want to have to deal with my daughter. Am I? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yes, I do. I deal with uh, putting a lot of my love and energy and blessings into my cakes very much. So, especially before they get to the clients. Yeah, especially, whatnot, if it's, yeah so. especially if it's a wedding cake. Yes, Man, it's ninety nine percent of them are wedding cakes. Yep. Really? It's it's yeah. like an extra blessing. It's like they're twice blessed for getting one, getting the creation of your food and the healing energies that you put into it. So, like everybody reads, it's going to get like a little boost of energy so which is really cool yes so it's one of so the how few long have you been practicing reiki i'd say okay so i've been basically with my business it's going to be almost for almost a year when i started it and then i started the practice about a year and a half ago okay and the practice okay let's get this see if I can get this without falling over myself. If you want to, if you're in Arizona and you want to see Candace, you look up new age spiritual healing. That is her, her Reiki business page. And I didn't write the other one down, but it's can, ooh, candy cakes. Oh, it's Candace. It's candy's cakes. Candy's cakes. D-Y-S cakes. Yes. Okay. So just, just look up Candace Norton. You'll find all, all of her links. I'll put them into the links into the show at the end because I'm only one person, so I can't do what I do on Thursday nights and put the links in the show separately. <laughs> Which you can do sometimes. But I'm still trying to learn all that stuff. <laughs> what? The linking stuff. Oh, my God. I'm still trying to learn how to use StreamYard. There's just so much to it. And okay, it keeps so updating. one day, So one day you and I will have a conversation on StreamYard, and I'll teach you everything I know. Okay. Because I keep getting everybody into it because it's a great, great platform. Here we go. On the stream, you're approved. It's, it's a great platform. You have three levels and you, I always tell people start out at the free level. It okay. gets you to learn things. I think I did it for, oh gosh, six months on the free one. And I just got, you just get better and better and better. And it's like everything else. Just, you got to sort of jump in there with two feet and it's like, Ooh, this is fun. Yeah, I'll get out as long as I can sit still. <laughs> I'm doing 50 million things right now between the fact that when I try to get on there to be able to to see what everybody's doing and whatnot, mm. because I'm starting to, with the paranormal situation, it's starting to pick up a little bit more because not only that the fact that we're going out and investigating, we just started picking up doing tours down in Globe, Arizona. And doing like every second Friday of the month down there for the jail and the train depot. Okay. So it's it's been. Okay, uh, just, hang on a second. Just a quick one. Oops. No, <laughs> that's not what I wanted to put up there. Um, <laughs> clipping nails. <laughs> yeah, clipping your dog's nails. Um, can you say the name? Spell the name of your of your can your cake business again. Because Gina from my, my co-host and on Thursday night, she's in the chat room, so hopefully she'll pop it in there. Okay, C A N D 
D-Y-S, cakes. C-A-K-E-S. There you go. So she'll probably pop the link in there at some point when she finishes clipping Lacey's nails. <laughs> Which means her dog's going to hate her. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> Okay, so you... Okay, go back to this, the paranormal. Let's get that back. Uh, there we go. Oh, the, my paranormal. I've been basically doing that for almost... Uh, Probably four years. That started off with just uh, me and a couple friends of mine just going out and investigating different cemeteries out here in Arizona. And Mm -hmm. uh, then we ended up uh, started, I decided to just start going up on Facebook and doing my own little Facebook uh, group because I wanted to get a little more information and and find out of other people's uh paranormal experiences and stuff and um Mm -hmm. it's been sort of just growing since some of the members original members that i uh, had started out with everybody has lives and stuff and they sort of shift off but they'll they'll i still consider them part of the team it doesn't matter because this is not only the the fact that i do it um like on a professional basis by going and doing tours and helping out with historical places, because I believe that uh, keeping those historical places is part of history. And um, some of them to me are very important to keep alive and going. Um, So um, this way is another way of sort of helping out with that and being able to do donations to keep restorations going. But uh we uh, So I ended up, uh, since the other team members sort of were going different ways, I just ended up getting a few other new team members. And we've been sort of just uh, growing since then and doing investigations. So uh, and getting uh, to know p- other people that have different uh, experiences, regardless if it's paranormal or doing Reiki practitionary, uh, tarot reading or anything of that sort. So uh it's just keeping in tabs because I believe that we live in a very energetic spiritual world. So, yes. So what was the very first thing that started you on? We're going to say spiritual path because you've, you, you have, you're doing so much. So it's just sort of puts it into one box instead of breaking it up into different branches. What was the first thing that got you into the spiritual world? Hmm. I, you know, I can't, getting in the spiritual world is, uh, if you want to go back from the time I was probably three years old and I was talking to ghosts when I was about three. There you go. That was something that it, I, I never dawned on until realized until later, later that I even mm-hmm. was doing that because my grandmother uh, had mentioned that I would always sit and talk to a friend of mine that I was had passed away when she was four. And we used to be babysat by her mom. And um, I used to still have like little parties, tea parties and stuff and act as if I was talking to her. I didn't realize that until later when my grandmother started talking to me about it. Um, so that's where it basically started is when I was close to three. And I think that probably was because that's when I was pretty well detected with, uh, uh, brain injury of having seizure 
a seizure disorder with epilepsy. And so um, I think that's just made me a higher sensitive to a lot of things. And um, so as I kept getting a little bit older, I would have different things happen to me. Um, I've waked up in the middle of the night, basically um, screaming and, and crying at the top of my lungs as if, Someone's gotten injured and and stuff and feeling and sensing it and a couple times. And one of them was my mother and the other one was my uh, father-in-law. So, um, and I've done tarot readings since the time I was um, 16 years of age. <laughs> so I've always had like a sense of uh, sensitivity to feeling emotions and uh uh, feeling other people's pain all pretty much all my life. I've just mm-hmm. never really understood how to, to, what you would even call it at the time, I would say. Yeah. So well, that's the thing. We start off, we don't real you don't realize it when you're young, it's just sort of a natural thing. And until you get older and people say, you know, say, well, you shouldn't, or what are you doing? And, and question you, that's when you realize it's like, wait a minute, everybody doesn't do this. It's like, hmm, hang on a second, you know? And then people kind of look at you a little sideways. Or or for me, it was like, shh, we don't talk about that, you know? This right. Is, you're, you're a grown girl now. You don't do, you don't talk about things like that. So it just, you know, it's it's nice to know that you remember the starting of it and, and that you grew with it. Even though you have the epilepsy, and I and I have a, a friend who is an epileptic, and, and, when he wasn't taking his meds, he would have conversations. Uh-huh. But his mother was like, no, this is not right. You're not, you know, I was like, no, no. And so they took him to the doctors and they had, they heavily medicated him until they found it, which was the right medication for him to take. But yeah. it's like, you know, and then it just sort of, slid. not just, I don't think it was just the medication. I think it was the idea that his mother was sort of freaking out over it. It's like, no, I'm just not gonna, you know. So I lost contact with him, so I don't know if he still does it or not. But it's it to me, it's like there was somebody I was talking to, and they said that people with epilepsy back in the day were put into asylums, and mm-hmm. and because they were, you know, they were deemed nuts and having fits. And but there's so many people who were in the asylums that were special and had special gifts, and it's like they just because we were different, right? You know, it's like not to say just go away. <laughs> Well, my mom didn't know. I would. My mom didn't really know until she uh, finally figured out I was when she'd call and try to uh, yell my name and stuff. I would wind up going into constant stares. So, and I wouldn't respond for the longest time. So, they ended up putting me through a bunch of when they the epilepsies uh, foundations or the hospitals would put me through a bunch of different various medications. Uh, for most of my life doing different trying to be able to keep me from season all the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, we finally ended up coming across, they finally found one that was, would stabilize me, which is now actually one that is a little more harmful as they think is harmful, more harmful for people nowadays, but I'm still on it. Um, and I've actually don't take a high dose because I keep pretty much a lot of mine under control. Yes. But the doctor had, uh, who had, uh, was basically 
when I was younger, my neurologist would uh, explain to me how to uh, keep things stable and what I needed to stay from, stay away from it, different various foods, different various things that I wasn't able to do to maintain the control of it. And so I just basically kept doing all that stuff and uh, I uh, maintained the control of it most of the time. My mom has always been pretty supportive of of whatever I've done, basically, mm. uh, through the years um, yeah. with my epilepsy and understanding everything that's going on and my dad. So I've had two great, awesome parents that have always been supportive with uh, the things I've done, regardless if it was paranormal or not. They sort of understand the difference in me. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I've never was pushed away of being house the the strange person I may be. And I've had a lot of support. It's a good kind of strange. Yes. I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think so. So it's the yeah. people who have quote unquote normal lives who either don't admit to having, you know, differences and they just think mm, they don't want you strange because they don't, right. they don't accept their strangeness. Yeah. Right. I've just been that way. I've been like a little hyper kid like anybody else. And I've always been flighty and and happy and and go lucky and just just kept going even through all the worst times. It's just like I sort of try to look, take everything that might everybody might think is bad and find the positive out of it. Because I I call it finding the silver lining in every cloud. Yes. Yes, exactly. So. It has to be done because otherwise you make it as I, when I, when my kids are stressing about stuff, I said, is it making you feel better or is it making the situation better for you to have this stressing moment for you to, you know, and it's like, no. So why are you stressing about it? And I think that's what everybody has to understand in these times and everything else that goes on in our lives. Yes. We have moments like for me, I'll have some, something will flip that switch. Right. And I'll be either angry or mad or just like, and I'll give myself 15 minutes. That's my time. I give myself 15 minutes to be angry, to upset, to whatever it is that, that I'm doing. Oops, scream off. Um, but, oops, and she's gone. I'm not sure if that's my com- my p- computer or yours. Can you hear me? Okay, well, I'll just keep talking. Um, I'm not sure. I give myself 15 minutes to get angry. And when it's done, it's done. Okay. Can someone in the chat room let me know if we're still on the air? Because for some reason, I'm not. Thank goodness I have my trusty, trusty phone. So I will go there and see. Yeah. Oh, I'm still on. Candace is gone. Okay. <laughs> um, sure she'll be back. If not, you're stuck with me. Uh, so, yeah. So, if you want to get a hold of Candace, uh, one of the ways is... Hi, Claire Louise. Um, thank you. Uh, one of the ways is find her on Facebook, Candace Norton. Um, you can... Uh, she is in Arizona. and She has a paranormal investigation group called Spiritual... Paranormal Investigators of Arizona. And 
Nope, she's completely gone now. I don't know what happened. I'm sure she'll be back. If not, like I said, she's stuck with me. Um, so if anybody in the chat room has a question for me and or hi, no sound. Oh, lovely. Whoop, there we go. Device is not connected. Candace will be back shortly. Let's hope when she gets some stuff. Hi, no sound. You have no sound, Gina? David, do you have sound? Day, day, day. Okay, better. Good. Thank you. Glad you can hear me now. Let's see, is this going to work? Hello. Okay, we're back. <laughs> you got it? Yeah, got you in. Okay, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. And it, normally it's me who disappears. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was what like, happened? Wasn't me this time. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, and life happens. I, there is no show is normal for me unless there's some kind of glitch. Whether from the very oh, from wow. the very first time I did my very first show, uh, I did it on Paramedia Radio, and uh, my daughter was in the chat room with her friends. I called them my daughters, simpler than saying all of her friends, but they were in the chat room and they were putting little emojis into the chat box, but it wasn't made for Apple chats or Apple emojis, whatever. And it crashed the, the, um, the chat room. So I just <laughs> kept on talking, but it was funny because uh, at the time my, my producer was like, okay, you guys just broke my chat, box, my chat room. I was like, but, but, you know, but it's okay. He said he, he was a computer tech. So he like fixed it all. He says, okay, it's back. And I'm going to make sure that nobody put Apple emojis in. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so from day one, that was my very first show. Uh, there's been a glitch. So no show goes with it. Goes ever goes 100% smoothly. It's just, it's not me. It makes us realize that there, you know, things in life, Nothing goes smoothly, but there's always a way to fix it, especially oh, yeah. how we were talking. We're talking about finding that silver lining, you know, just allowing it to go eh, for a couple of minutes and then just coming back. So you just glitched for a couple of seconds. And came back in. <laughs> I do have a chance to see a glitching once in a while. There you go. <laughs> I did last week. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I I had to put myself back on track with my energy and stuff and get back to where I needed to be. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Everybody goes through that. You know, we don't. And, and some people, and who was it? Somebody posted in, I think, I think it was Jay Lynch would have to be Jay. Um, three things that he said, which is the thing that's hardest for you to do? Ask for help and, and say, I love you. And I, cannot remember what the third one was and i, I apologize me, i can apologize and i can say you i love you till the cows come home but it's yep. the asking for help part it's like yeah no you know but everybody does so i mean whether we help ourselves or whether we say you know to a friend hey i need someone to talk to uh could you smack me upside the back of the head please <laughs> you know whatever the case may be it's 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 the hardest thing to for people to do and especially now in this time of, of craziness. I think most healers and uh, uh, givers are usually the ones that will take the sacrifice and stuff and not mm -hmm. ask for the help because they are always giving. They want to yeah. be the givens and they want the burden and 
whatnot. So, and I believe we've been placed on earth for us to take those burdens from others. There's always a place for everybody yeah, and exactly. a reason for it. So I believe a lot of us healers are, I would call us more like earth angels there to help heal those that are in need. Yeah. But so. we also have to remember, and it's difficult as I do it myself. We also have to remember to care for ourselves. Oh yes. You know, and, yeah. and, and caring for ourselves is not, it's not like, okay, I would love to go to the spa every day. That would be fun. You know, but oh, hold on a second. We got a little chat in it. Oh, there's mama. This lovely lady is about to pop her little munchkin uh, oh, any day oh. now. So Yay. she's I'm glad that she's here. Um, this has been the biggest self self challenge this year, asking for and accepting help. Tough one for sure. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, but the thing is, we have, if you don't ask for help, you're not giving the other person the opportunity to be helpful to give to you. Right. So it's like, you know, we have to. And right. like I said, you've got to find something to do for yourself. Like, what is it that you do that sort of gets that's just for you? I think a lot of that is just is like the balance between what I'm doing right now, my Reiki sessions and my paranormal. My paranormal is something that's sort of give to me because it's like yeah. a hobby at the same time. I'm still sort of balancing my energy with that and getting to know the people out there that do the same things. So that's a gift to me because I've always been like, that one mom that always was with the kids doing the haunted house and stuff. So that was always my creative time of the year and, okay. and, and my fun time of the year to release my energy and uh, to let me be me, I would say. And um, so the paranormal stuff sort of gives me that opportunity and my downtime and, and for me to, uh, sort of undress myself, unmask myself for the way I want to at the yeah. time. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, you know. the Reiki sessions also for the meditations, because I usually go into a certain meditation before I even go into them and bless myself and stuff is another gift to myself that helps out tremendously. I think since I started that and with the job, 40 hour job that I do, I've been doing it for 13 years and um, that sort of balanced me out where for many years because I've been fresh, I've been fighting a lot of frustrations from my 40 hour job like anybody else yeah. does, goes oh, through yeah. it. And the Reiki is sort of actually been helping me balance that out my health wise and my energy balance and stuff as well. So, okay, sorry. It's because I'm not paying any attention and he hears people out in the living room talking. He wants to I'll just pop him here and rub his belly and he'll be fine. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> okay, Ashley in the chat room popped up another comment. Uh, agree. I consider myself a caretaker and I've always and I've also been learning to say, to say no to giving help at times as well. Boundaries, yes. Yes. This definitely. this this is this is the woman who's got me addicted to cotton candy. She she makes <laughs> cotton candy. She does that. She started that. Oh, I can't oh yeah. But last year, oh yeah, she's got yeah. Uh, she's got green apple. She's got oh. pumpkin. She's 
Oh yeah, and the it's fresh. Flavors. She's got the machine, and it's like mm, she's got uh, Tootsie Roll. Like, oh the hell yes, I love that. You oh, know? Like, awesome. oh yeah, it's yeah. So she's got me addicted to it. So I was like, mm -mm, I'll have her. But she's yeah. about to pop a little. She's about to pop a little Tootsie Roll soon. Can't wait send, to see this one. Send a love, a lot of love and blessing energies to you. Here you go. Yes, but yeah, now. Yeah, it, yeah, we all uh, do that to ourselves. We we have a tendency of not saying no to a lot of things. I know through yeah. the years I've done that, I've always been like the one that's uh, been taking care of things or helping people out or figuring the thing it's out. And I still do to this day. But you just we got to just sometimes say no. I had to do that uh, probably about a month ago with my goddaughter. And there's mm -hmm. things that she's got to learn and being as... I am because I am always there to the rescue. I had to step back this time and it, it was, it was hurtful for me, but in the same sense, it was necessary for me at, at too. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, you also have to give her the chance to grow. She yes. has to realize that she can reach these, these abilities to do it herself, whether for no matter what it is, you know, allowing, allowing our children, allowing our friends. Sometimes we can't, always we can't always help everybody as much as we want to right you know? oh yeah i have to say that to myself in my head all the time <laughs> yep. oh, I, don't do I don't do it in my head anymore <laughs> yeah no. so i mean i do i keep doing that i just because i'm always wanting to be the rescue you know you're welcome you're most welcome ashley so yeah, um no, i just like talk to myself okay no you have to say no darling like just just Honest. <laughs> Talk about saying no. Can yes. just look at this face. Can you say no? To face? No, <laughs> you can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I. It's just like I got dogs too, and two yeah. of my dogs I can say no to easier than my mom's dog. <laughs> I can say no when it comes like to them different. sitting at the table begging for food. Well, not begging, just kind of sitting there going. Oh, they're not allowed by my table. Oh, mine are, but it doesn't bother me. Oh, you know, no, even no, the cat, no. the cat, you'll see this orange pot come up from under the table. I passed away and it's just, I've had animals all my life. And it's just, mm -hmm. I told myself it hurts too much when I'm losing them. I lose them and I hurt. And I just yeah. like I told my husband, I said, after these ones pass and we have three left, my mom's dog and two of ours. Mm -hmm. uh, they're all around the same age. Once they're gone, I'm not having no more animals because I have other journeys I need to do to take care of and stuff. So, yeah, that's true. But just, you just, okay, you can never say never. No, okay, because, I'm not going to say completely exactly never. Exactly, because, because an animal will come into your life yes. and <laughs> just sort of, oh, wait, this is this is Gina. Talk about this one. Hers sits at the kitchen table with hers. <laughs> has a plate of his own. Has a plate of her own. The lacy has, you know, the baby booster seats. Uh -huh. So she she sits there and she has. <laughs> I have so, two medium sized dogs. One's oh a god, springer. no, they're not sitting at the table. <laughs> no, one's a Springer and the other one she's a Husky and Basenji mix, and then the other one is a Schnauzer. So I don't have I'm any really saying. little dogs. They're sort of medium size and they yeah. pretty much lay close to the table because I have an open concept sort of house. Yeah. And uh, so they lay close, but they're not allowed to be up in 
my husky, she's pretty independent on her own. She stays away from the table, pretty much calm, and she's you really don't even know she's there. <laughs> mm-hmm. This so. one, this one knows that um, he knows which side of the table to sit on, and it's not my side of the table. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and and he, he, he'll be like my husband will be like looking at me going as I'd be like really you think I don't see <laughs> your hand is kind of going down, going down. You know? yeah yeah, yeah. my says, husband would do that too yeah he says I can't no and he says look at their face and yeah I look at their face and I told him to go, tell them to go see you because they know that they won't even get done for me you know oh my husband was raised to where they would take their plates and put it down at the floor for the dogs to finish them. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I had a discussion about this last night with my husband. My dad used to freak people out when we had company over for dinner. We would always, you know, scrape the leftovers minus the bones into the dog's bowl and they would get that. But my dad would put his plate down and my, my dogs, the dogs my mom had when we were growing up were big dogs. So it's like pretty much clean. And so he'd go from, he'd pick it up and go, okay, you can put it back in the cabinet now. And my like, oh, God, Charlie, could you stop? Oh, you froze again. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. We both did, my folks. <laughs> what? I told you. Glitches. Glitches. That's Look. okay. Exactly. But, so yeah. No. But yeah, that's... so. No, I was raised to where we don't have animals at the table, by the table or whatever. But my dogs pretty much get closer. They're just not allowed to come up by the table. There is so much bigger, and they will put their nose right on the table if you'd let yeah. them. Now, oh, yeah, yeah I, I know what you're saying. I used to, you know, I used to have uh, all kinds of big dogs. Onyx is my first little dog. He, my youngest son. All right, have a good one. Have a good day, Dave. He's in Australia, so Hi, he's Dave. just starting his day. Or we're on Thanks the for stopping in. Um, where was I? Uh, whoop, brain fart. Lost that. You were talking about the dogs. We were talking about the dogs and the food. Oh yeah, my mom. My mom always had big dogs. We always had big dogs. My husband's like he likes big dogs, and so I had a, a our first dog we had as a family was is a pit bull. Was a pit bull boxer. She was more pit bull than she was boxer, but and we froze again. When she was this teeny tiny, she would crawl up my husband's legs and lay here on his chest and sleep, which is cool oh when goodness. you're puppy. But when she yeah. was full grown, she still kept trying to do it. It's like, oh you, my goodness, it's no. a hor- You figure you're husky on your chest. Hello, nope. No, it doesn't no. work that way. Yeah, and <laughs> my my youngest son when he got his first job, he said, "Mom, I want to buy you something for Christmas. What do you want for Christmas?" And I went. I want a dog. I want a little dog. Because <laughs> my daughter always has little dogs, and I think they're so cute and adorable. And it's like, I want a little dog. So he got me Onyx. But when Onyx was born, the name is Onyx. He's got the black nose, but he had dark fur around his face. Oh, now he's all white. Gotcha. Now he's all oh, white. He's just so old white. man before his time. <laughs> it's okay. He has some cute. red highlights in there. You can tell he's my dog. He has some red highlights in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the dogs take after the manners of their owners. Hot diggity. Well, then why does, then, then, excuse me, then why does he beg for food? I just get up and get him. <laughs> I know who he begs after. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, mine are totally, totally the polar opposites of one another. Yeah. My, my, my Springer, because he's a hunting dog for one. 
goes by commands and he's pretty well right there all the time following you around. The, my husky, she's very independent on her own. She's pretty much just lays back in her little corner and don't move. And uh, so uh, she, when you have to, you have to literally talk to her and then okay. he does commands. So Amazing. totally too. So when I tell her to sit down and just sit down and stay, she'll stay. Him, he has a certain command. We have to make him sit. <laughs> we call it, we say hup to him to make him sit. <laughs> okay. Well, so long as they listen, this this one does listen when he wants to. Let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Well, but that he does, too. Yeah. It's like no, mom, I don't feel like sitting. Okay, I'll go <laughs> sit down. I'll I'll sit. You told me to sit in my bed. I'll go sit in the chair. Cause see that that there. He's my lazy girl. It's a la- it's not a lazy boy. It's a lazy girl. But who takes it over? The dog. Do I ever get a chance to sit over? If I do, he's sitting on top of me going, excuse me, you're on my chair. And digging out. Just to push me out with a little paw. And it's like, now please? No. Yeah, see, little dogs sit on couches and chairs and stuff. And some big dogs. Mine don't. Oh, yeah. They got their own beds. That was oh, one of the things. Bed. They got their own beds. They don't lay on the couch or anything. Yeah. They will. No. They lay right on their beds. Right, actually, I have their bed set in the living room right by our TV and stuff like that because um, I don't like having them separated. I want them to always be in the social area yeah. with every people and stuff. So, and that's the one thing with me and dogs. It's almost like even be doing being a Reiki practitioner, you, I sort of do that with the animals too. Mm-hmm. So I like to be able to have their energy around and and stuff and and I I try to give as much good energy to them as I can and stuff. So not yeah. to say that animals don't get a little annoying to me, but I love them either way, <laughs> just a little. Just a tiny, tiny bit. They have their moments just like we do. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I I love them. Love them either way. I love my animals. Oh yeah, we have no choice. They're part of us. They, they, you know, it's like you call them your fur babies. They actually are. You know, it makes a difference on. on they love you up in the morning. Traditionally, there's exactly. like no, they, they don't turn around and just say, "Oh, I don't like you," and walk away. Or sorry, or I have a headache, Mom. I don't want to yeah. snuggle with you today. What? It doesn't work no, that no, way. No, it doesn't work that way. No. And a lot of animals, a lot of animals have saved people's lives. Yes. And I know that they know it. Uh, a friend of mine, Tim Miley. His dog, Murray, saved his life. And they were together. They were inseparable. When you saw one, you saw the other. And now he does fundraisers. He's a paranormal investigator as well. And he does fundraisers uh, because uh, Murray passed away. Um, and they're all, they all go fundraising for uh, senior dogs. Wow. And and But Murray was like everybody in, in his circle of friends knew who Murray was. It's like when you say Tim, it's like, who? You know, Murray's dead. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. So animals save save people's lives for just because. It doesn't have to be, you know, your dog or somebody. You know, it could be somebody else. It could be a, a, an animal from – you see them all over YouTube and Facebook, all the videos that, that animals do amazing things. Yeah, they I don't, do. I don't, see why, I don't see why they're amazing. It's They are – they have soul. They are mm-hmm. us. They are part of our family, whether we realize it or not. So they, as much as you and I help, animals do their own thing. Yeah. yeah. They're healers just as well. 
Oh, they hey, are yes. because it, this they they uh, they are used for de- helping distress distressing mm-hmm. people people emotionally yeah. and stuff. And they sense unhealthy uh, the unhealthiness in your body and stuff because they have a high sensitivity. Yeah. So yeah, when I'm off or even my energy's off. My dogs are right there up under my legs. They know when I'm not feeling well or I'm I'm not I'm not balanced out or even for my seizures. They know and sense when I'm like not when right. You're getting close, so, yeah. Hmm? Yeah. So no, it's no. it's it and the thing is some dogs are trained to do that, but some dogs do it automatically, some animals do it automatically. And it's not just dogs. I actually saw somebody who had a a, a miniature horse as their their companion animal. Wow. And this is, this is, it was a little girl and this is what got her through the day. This, this horse was there 24 seven with her. She would sleep on the floor in the child's room. And, you know, this was it. And I thought, wow, that's cool. But the dog, the, the dog, the horse, the pony did it of its own choice. It wasn't trained to do that. It just, this little girl and the pony just became friends. You know how, when you're little and you become friends with an animal and this animal was like 24 seven, and she had helped the, the little girl out of something that happened. It was something on one of the Facebook videos that pops up. Right. Um, she, the little girl was in distress at one point, and the pony was there, the miniature horse was there to help save her, to notify the, the people, parents or whatever. And so that was that was the end of that, that the pony and the little girl were never separated. So I was like, well, it's like having your own dog. But, I mean, a great dame is about the same size as a miniature horse sometimes. Right. So, uh-huh. It's the same thing. No. Oh, that's just that's amazing, though, because animals oh. can do that. I, I mean, that they're, you know, we need them. I think we need them. But right now, I'm I'm like I'm dealing with three of them now, so it's just I need a little bit of a break. I've had them all my life. There's not been a day that I, year in my life I've never not had a dog or cat. I've been on a farm. I've lived on a farm. I've dealt with goats. I've dealt with different animals. So it's like, um. That an animal break. break. <laughs> I need an animal break. Me and my husband, it's just part of like that process a little bit before retirement. You have to have that like uh, separation a little bit for you to go and do your thing yeah. before you have to take up on more responsibility. So mm-hmm. I'm exactly. I'm like in that that uh, that spot in my life right now to be able to do that. So. <laughs> Well, I am kind of too. All my children are out of the house, except my daughters mm-hmm. are visiting. But all the boys are, you know, have, children have now moved out. They've all got families of their own. They've got lives of their own. And I was like, house is quiet. So we had to learn to, the first thing that we had to learn to do as adults was to cook for two. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. Oh, gosh, yes, it is. Spaghetti sauce still gets put away for frozen. You know, you can separate it and freeze it. But, you know, I was like. Okay, I used to make a pot of rice this big, and I'm gonna make it's just like this big, really, yeah. I measure, I you know, I like, I'm yeah. having a hard time doing that. I can't, but the, thank God my husband takes the leftovers home for lunch <laughs> at work. <laughs> takes there them from the house, so I'm like, whatever little extra I have, he takes with him. <laughs> Here's your lunch, dear. <laughs> yes, exactly. Do I the, mean, do people at work want some too? Because we can I really overdid it this time. <laughs> Well, my mom lives with me part part of the time still, but okay. it's still she just she's a little minute too. It's like when you're dealing with five or five people, and then you still go down to three, and then you know it's still like it's kind yeah. of hard. I can't do mm-hmm. it. It's, and I'm I'm partly Hispanic, so we've <laughs> oh yeah, lots of food. 
<laughs> That's a lot of food. <laughs> Coming over to your house. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of food and I can't, I'm still having a hard time condensing about it. So condensing yeah. it down, not going to happen. <laughs> not anytime soon. Not anytime no. soon. Yeah. No. Yeah, have a like I said, most of the stuff you learn to make and freeze. And if you can't freeze it, then I was like, here, honey. <laughs> I think it's kind of I found mm-hmm. how to make more food cheaper than I can find making less food because it gets expensive. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. It does, in fact. And and trust me, I understand making. I mean, I I I my I have three children, so I learned how to make for five. But my husband is one of thirteen, so he learned wow. how to make for a, a little army, you know. And he comes here, and he still makes. So I was like, get out of my kitchen. Get out. <laughs> I'll let you make the spaghetti sauce because I can freeze it. Everything else, I've got, I've got it down. You know, after two years, I've got it down to the portion size-ish. You know, like meat is okay. You can cook extra meat because then you can make sandwiches out of it the next day or something. Right, exactly. Yeah, but, well, you know. I do the, most of the cooking except for my husband does the grilling. And there he cooks go. breakfast on the weekend, so. Oh, nice. Very nice. My, Excuse me. Yes, he cooks the breakfast on the weekends. I don't do that. <laughs> so I think I, I think I need a breakfast maker. <laughs> <laughs> actually, he actually made omelets this morning for the first time. He usually mm. fries the the eggs and stuff, but he did omelets for the first time. He did actually pretty good. Mushrooms right. and cheese. <laughs> was quite happy. Two points for happy. <laughs> yes, <they're laughs> <I don't. laughs> So yeah. No, it looks like we're not the only one who keeps getting booted from our show. Gina keeps getting booted out. She's the uh, electronics bug. Um, do you – now, we are – here's the thing. We're almost at the end of the show. Okay. That's how fast it went. And yes, you were nervous is. about being on my show? Psh, seriously. I don't you, mind. No, you don't. Away. <laughs> You're too far away. You still need to come to Arizona. <laughs> I need I need to get my passport when all this COVID sh- stuff is over with, and I can travel. And they take my picture off the the American border. <laughs> well, like, oh shit, she's here. No. <laughs> I hope to get this Texas Paragon Paracon thingy goes well and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, you'll get to have uh, George and Kara. Yeah, I would like to start. I w- I'm told. George and them and Kara, I would like to try to get out there to meet them because I got relatives in California, anyways, and it's and mm. where I have to go is about four hours away, actually drive. But uh, I would like to get over there and and uh, oh God, just meet me George in person. That'll be one yes. for sure. I would love to meet him in person and so, yeah. so and even go to the Texas Paracon because I even have relatives there. <laughs> I was Thank just there, not even, about there about four years. What four four years ago? Four, about four, six, about four years ago okay. for a family reunion and stuff. So, yeah, oh, yeah. I do that every two years. That's fun. Yeah. Well, we used to go down. My husband's from Philadelphia. We used to go down there every two to three years. And it's wow. just, it's not happening. But the one last time I went down, I didn't need a passport. Now I do. Like, yeah. yeah. So I'll get me a passport eventually. And as I know what I'm doing. I'm traveling. I'm going down to the I gotta go down to Ontario, visit Tina Jackson, them, and then I gotta get down to see Jay and Jason and Teresa and everybody down there. It's like I'm just gonna I'm gonna find myself a middle spot to say, okay, everybody just come this way because I can't. I have to find a driver because I don't drive. As I say, I only drive people crazy, and I'm really good at that. So why are they gonna give me a license? 
That's crazy. No, my husband actually used to live up in Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids, Minnesota, really close to Canada. Yeah. And stuff. So, and he's all like, he's all, I got to take, he goes, I've been to Canada. And he says, we need to go because I've never been there before. So he said that. Yeah. My husband said, I got to go to Canada because he's been up there. Okay. I've never been to Canada. Oh, it's fun. You know, and stuff. And he says it's pretty nice up there yeah. and and whatnot. So maybe he wants to take me there sometime. So we'll see if we can't get that into our travels in the next year or so. Or hopefully yeah. all this COVID's over with. You get up there. <laughs> then I could just come knocking on your door. How's that? Yeah, well, I'm still an hour and a half away from the big city. Trust me. I, do. I was born and raised in big city. I did not want to raise my children there. Oh, no, Gina says Gina says she'll be my chauffeur to travel around the States. Okay, I just got to get down to Pennsylvania. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Yeah. So, um, no, a great place to come in the summers is Montreal because we are like the festival capital of the world. They have the Jazz Fest, the Poutine Fest, the Just for Last Fest. They have beer festival. It's like, oh, can I go there? (laughs) They didn't have it when I was living in town. Now they got it. It's like, ugh. Now then, when I'm far away, I'm actually from a small town. Actually, my parents were divorced when I was three, so I actually had the opportunity from living in the city to the country to the mountains to the desert. So my dad, I'm originally from Lincoln, Nebraska, and my mom moved to California, so I lived in California part of my life, San Bernardino, and then my dad moved to Arizona. So I lived part of my life here, and then my mom moved to Colorado, up in the mountains. So I Ooh, was in, nice. I was raised in four different states. So I had the opportunity of big city uh, living to small town living, the country. So I had the opportunities in various different uh, environments. So that's cool, but that's nice. Yes. That's nice. I, I think I think being able to travel is an amazing thing. Yeah, road trip with Gina B and Mama D. Okay, we're gonna put that on the radio show. <gasps> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. serious. They're gonna put my my picture up at the border, the American border. Go, do not let this woman in. Somebody will have to snuggle me in the trunk. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they ain't gonna stop you from getting over here. We'll pull you over. <laughs> there you go. I'll go. I'll go for a bit. The Niagara Falls. Somebody catch me on the other side. <laughs> I I'm a little wet here. But do you have anything coming up that you would like to share for people to learn to get to know you or take a course or? Uh, I don't have any courses. I do have a tour coming up in Arizona, Globe, Arizona next week and next Friday at the Gila Jail and the train depot that we're going to be doing a tour about. So we'll be talking about the history and stuff while we do these paranormal tours, explaining about the equipment and giving them the experience that they might be interested in and whatnot. So um, I am right now sort of like trying to get things stable before I even do any tarot readings and stuff for and whatnot. So uh, I will pop up and on eventually. I keep trying to get up to do those tarot readings, but the other things keep button my button in the way for me to get it going. (laughs) It'll happen when it's meant to happen. Exactly. So, but um, right now that's where I'm at. And so, and just basically just get my name, get my 
noticeability out there to talk to everybody because I know they see me, but they don't see me. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> I know. You know so. Well, Facebook is not much help these days. Uh, I had a friend who's losing losing likes on her page, and that's because when she asked the people, "Did you unlike page?" and it's like, "No, still, Facebook is having their fun glitches." Hey, Nance. Facebook is having their fun glitches. So it's like I've, you talk to people one day and the next day they're no longer in your feed because Facebook said, oh, let's not let her see them anymore. I try to go up into the post area and stuff and I sort of like try to either type and then delete and then re, re, refresh it that way to see all my all everybody that's post. And I do it quite often enough to where I keep track of who's actually been in or not. Because if you do that, it sort of starts refreshing, which actually has been posted constantly so i don't know why it's doing that and but i get what everybody's having that problem and so i just go into where they have the post and i sort of just click on it and click out of it and it refreshes new posts there you go i'm gonna have to try that on my pages (laughs) see if i can figure out why people are not I just figure if you can see me, you're going to see me. If you're not going to see me, you're not going to see me. And I pop right. into people's and I like, and you can't just like people's stuff anymore. You have to actually make a comment. So I, I'll put a like and I'll say hi. More, more often than me, I put a heart. That's me. Right. And and I'll say, hi, it's me. How's it going? Just Or comment something on the post. And right. Just so that Facebook knows that I still like these people. <laughs> exactly. That's about all I can do, too, is because exactly. I don't really want to lose it. Because 90% of the people that I are on my Facebook, actually, is either family or friends and stuff. And so I try to keep in tabs with them all the time to let them know because it's the one good thing about Facebook. And all, all these uh, Twitters and stuff is just keeping in touch with everybody. So Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Well, my darling, it is now 6.02, so I'm going to let you go. I thank you very much for being on my show. And oh, anytime you. you have anything you want, you want to advertise, you let me know, and, okay. and Angel Metals Radio will re, will will advertise it for you. And so, so Mama D, you know, we'll put it up there and make sure it gets as much notification as possible. All right. And I thank you for letting me be on it, your show. I it enjoyed was fun. it. Good. It was. And like so. I said, when you want help with with Streamyard, just give me a shout. I will. Um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday afternoons, normally I'm free unless somebody okay. has booked interviews with future possibility guests. <laughs> Gina. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun having two shows. Peace. Yes. I love you ladies. You and Gina are awesome. I love yeah. listening. Well, next to week guys, we so. have next week we have two shows. We have a show on Tuesday and Thursday. So okay. you guys say me all over the place. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> okay, right, Candice, you. you have a lovely evening. And everybody thank in the chat thank you for being here. Thank and we'll you. see you next week with Rochelle Lawson. Night, everyone. Good night. Just one second. Do, 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 do.